All right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. And, well, we're back in the bivouac. We're going to be talking a little bit more about going to Dakar. And this time around, we're a little bit different, right? We, you know, you guys know. We focus on the motos. We show a lot of moto love. That is uh, primarily all of our guests and where they focus on and, and what we do. But this time, we're doing something a little bit different. Daniel Gonzalez is going to be on the air with us today. Talking Dakar Rally, talking Rally Raid, and talking about the golf carts, the UTVs. A little bit different, right? We've got a lot of UTVs out there. I know. I know. Hey, motos, quads, I know there's some some love-hate relationship there. I know the UTVs bleed into that, but you know what? It is the Dakar Rally. It is a challenge, and, well, if it's on two wheels or four wheels, there's always something going on. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Mr. Daniel Gonzalez here. Originally ran into him at the uh, Sonora Rally. We'll let him talk about his experience there and the results. Yeah, looking to have fun. How's everybody doing? Have you already been on or have you already gone to the website and signed up for the newsletter? Mm -hmm. Are you part of the Bivouac newsletter yet? You should be. If you haven't already, you get on over to the ChasingWaypoints.com website. Scroll on down and you'll see it right there. It is sign up for the newsletter. Just drop an email address in and we'll get you signed up. And well, the game plan on that one, very, very simple. Let's get you. We're going to try and get you guys in front of future guests so we know who's coming up. See what questions you guys may have for the, those guys. Suggestions, things like that. Maybe even some show previews before the rest of the world gets to hear it. And, you know, we'll see where it goes from there get some contests going and some more stuff so anyway let's start working our way over to our guest so we can talk a little bit more about rally raid and the dakar rally that is an awesome 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 accomplishment not everybody gets in i did see a shout out i'm not sure if he's uh he's tuned in hector guerrero of the uh, Guanajuato area, Mexico, also posted a few weeks back getting his acceptance letter into the Dakar. So those are all coming up soon. We'll be talking to more of our guests as we count down. We are getting close to the Dakar rally. But before we go to the Dakar rally, of course, there's the Baja rally. There is all sorts of stuff going on. I'm recording this just the week before we go out and down there, spend a few days down in the Baja California deserts on the peninsula. Let's get uh, here we go. We're going to be calling him here in just a second. Probably uh, start turning down the party so I don't blow his eardrums off when we call. <laughs> Let's see here. Move that on over. The GTR team. All right. Let's give him a call here. See if he's ready for us. Hello? Daniel? Yeah. Hey, can you hear hey, me? Hey, how's it going? How are you? Doing good, doing good. Excellent, excellent. Do we coffee's ready? Everything's good to go? Yeah, we're all good. Nice, very nice. So the the big news already, right? 
I heard uh, Lizzie helped uh, connect us. I already heard the news. Dakar Rally 2024. Yes, uh, that is correct. Yeah, we are actually, we got the news around uh, three weeks ago that, uh, well, actually it was like a surprise when they told me that we were already in the Dakar. Oh, really? How, how, tell me, how did yeah. that go down? What happened? Okay, so I got a crazy friend. And uh, so <laughs> he's also. actually the, yeah, we, yeah, we all do, right? Yeah. But we, he's actually the, guy, the, the, the person that involved us in, in racing UTVs. Um, it all started when, uh, what was it, nine years ago? Mm-hmm. When uh, Darren Skelton, when, when I met Darren Skelton, he told us that he was going to do a rally here in, in the state of Sonora, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, uh, well, first of all, who is this guy? <laughs> and then, yeah. And then we were like, okay, what, what, I mean, what, what does he want to do in our backyard? I mean, who is he? I mean, what does he think? I mean, how is he just going to come in and, and do an event, uh, and, and, and Sonora in our desert without like telling us first the locals, Mm -hmm. what he's planning to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, back then it was, it was actually called, uh, rally diabolico. Mm -hmm. So diabolic rally, right? And uh, so, so I met him, I sent him an email and, and, and asked him, I mean, what are your plans? I mean, what are you actually trying to do? And uh, he decided that he wanted to meet me and he wanted to meet our friends and he wanted me, uh, he wanted to come down for, for our, one of our main events that we do here as locals uh, called uh, the Travesias. Mm-hmm. So a Travesia is actually where a whole bunch of, you know, four by four cars and, and, uh, back then it wasn't actually UTVs. I mean, I mean, it was just cars, you know, like, uh, four Broncos, Jeeps, K5 Blazers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a whole bunch of different, uh, uh models of, on, 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 on trucks. We would just go to the dunes. We would spend the night over there, you know, do, you know, like, I don't know, like 25, 30 different camps all around the desert. Oh, wow. And just, yeah, and just spend the night over there. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking 600, you know, 700 cars. Oh, oh okay. So this isn't a group of buddies. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Wow. This, this is, this is, this is like, uh, I would like to say, uh, it's, 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 it's something that it's been going on all for almost 50 years now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so he emailed me. I, I, I it was actually, it, it wasn't a call. It was actually like an email. I sent him and he emailed me back and said, uh, I mean, Hey Daniel, I would like to meet you. I would like to, you know, uh, see what the travesia is, is about. So I invited him. He came, he came down here and his, uh, rally, uh, winning Jeep shark, grand Cherokee, which, uh, he was, uh, he won, I think, like the rally from Paris and from China or something, and then like uh, in South America. Mm-hmm. And I was like a little, a little bit impressed on on his on his Grand Cherokee. I remember that time that he didn't actually have a uh, his four wheel drive wasn't working. Okay, but I was amazed on how he would go through the dunes. I don't know if you're familiar with the dunes here in, in 
in in the in the in the Sonora Desert. Vaguely. But they're huge yeah. dunes. They're huge <laughs> dunes. And and I remember him going through the dunes like it, like if he was just driving through a crossroad, you know. <laughs> nice. So I mean because of that trip, we became really close friends. We're still really close, uh, close friends. And, uh, and, uh, and, and he told me, Hey, I mean, you as a local, you should get involved in, in the rally. So that's where my crazy friend comes in. And he said, yeah, we should actually run that. I'm like, yeah, but we don't even have a UTV. He said, well, why don't we buy one? I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, and I'm, I'm talking, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a friend that works with, uh, well, back then he used to work with my brother. So it's, it's, it's a really funny story. He called me, they called me up like at around three in the morning mm-hmm. and they said, Hey, Daniel, we should run the, the, the rally diabolico. And why don't you go and try to find us a UTV? I hang up the phone call. He called me like two minutes later again. And he said, Hey, I'm serious. Why don't you get us a UTV? I'm like, yeah, I'll call you up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I hang up the phone call again. And, uh, he calls me again, like two minutes later. And he's like, are you looking for the UTV already? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like George, Jorge, it's three in the freaking morning. I mean, come on. I I'll want that. <laughs> See, I'm like, <laughs> like, hold on. I mean, I'll call you in the morning. So, um, they do. They do buy UTV. Mm-hmm. They actually bought two UTVs. I remember. And we went from San Luis all the way across the desert to uh, El Golfo Santa Clara, which is the beach close by for us locals, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> but after, at, actually, before we left, we had, uh, birria, birria, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. Shredding me. Like, okay. So mm-hmm. we had birria and, uh, it was four of us. And out of the four of us, I was the only one that did, did not get sick. No. Yeah. So imagine, you know, crossing the desert, throwing up every five minutes until we actually got to, to the, to the town of El Golfo. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. That's and, uh, <laughs> and once we got to El Golfo, they were like, Oh, this is crazy. I mean, what, what the hell are we, I mean, are we thinking of? So we decided just to leave it as a, as a fun thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and after what was it? That was like in 2014, the month of October. Nice. And no, actually, no, it was it was August. Mm-hmm. It was August. The, I, I I remember. I, I actually remember why it was August because uh, in September there was going to be the the Sand Sports Super Show in California. Oh, okay, yeah. So the guys that uh that we were buying stuff for our razors from alba racing in california in santa california they told us hey there's a razor for sale this razor has like the top things and everything i mean it has it's full equipped you know it's for sale why don't you guys go check it out and because the rally diabolico got canceled 
So they decided that they wanted to run the Baja 1000 in that November, back in 2014. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah, let's just run the Baja 1000. And uh, so, <laughs> we were, I mean, unfortunately, we weren't able to buy that, uh, that Razor and, um, in that day. Yeah. So then uh, these guys decided to let's just wait and see what comes up on and uh, for the for the Baja 250, which was you know jumping the year into in 2015. Mm-hmm. So when the Baja when when the Baja 1000 passed in November, the owner called us and, and said, "Hey, the Razor's up for sale again." So the guys that bought it don't want it anymore. They thought that it was going to be something that they were going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. They tried to run it in, and, and at the Baja 1000, which the Matlocks were, were the guys where the, where the way Matlock was the, the guy that was actually driving it. Mm-hmm. They had, they had a bunch of issues. Wayne and Chris and Matlock were actually not even into UTVs. I mean, back in that day. Mm-hmm. So when it was up for sale again, this guy said, okay, let's buy it. Jorge and my brother said, let's buy it. And let's get ready for two, for Baja 250. And I was like, hey, are you, are you guys sure you want to run the Baja 250? I mean, it's, it's, it's considered the most gnarly and the most you know, difficult course in score international. I mean, why would you guys want to go into that, you know, instead of just going to a record off-road or, or code off-road, which is more like a local... Mm-hmm. you know, a uh, uh, race and, you know, see, see if we're, if we're really into that, you know, if, if, if we really like, you know, racing UTVs. Yeah. And of is the kind of guy that says, uh, o todo o nada, you know, mm-hmm. all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, so we were in San Diego at the beginning of the year, 2015, it was uh, January. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my brother saw Don Pepe, which Don Pepe is a guy well known in Ensenada for uh, for doing a, a preps for race cars and all that. Okay. And uh, he he just finished like six months before that. My brother's K five Blazer. Oh, nice. Okay. Which he, yeah, which he he did a, a, a pre runner out of it. So I mean, so. My, my brother saw him and he's like, Hey, Don Pepe, what's up? Hey, Ruli, what's up? And he's like, uh, What are you up to? And my brother goes, Oh, we're going to run the Baja 250. And he's like, For real? Yeah. What are you guys running it? And my brother goes, Oh, we just bought a UTV. Uh-huh. And Don Pepe was like, What is that? Oh, it's a Razor. You know, it's a Razor 900, four seater. It's all modified and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to race in that. And uh, my brother goes, do you have any plans? And Don Pepe says, uh, no, not, not really. And okay, would you like to, you know, go with us, you know, help us out, you know, and, uh, you know, the, you know, all the courses and, you know, the people, you know, you know, you know, everything about Baja. And, and, and Pepe says, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you guys out. And that's when, that's actually when it started. <laughs> That's actually when when geek racing started out, yeah. you know, as a as an adventure, as you know, as a 
bucket list, check, you know, just check and mark it in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, we got, we got really hooked. We got really hooked in, in, in two Baja and, uh, uh, we finished the Baja 250, which no one thought it was going to be possible for us mm-hmm. because we didn't know crap about UTVs. We didn't even know how to change a belt. We didn't, I mean, all we knew is that they needed gasoline, you know, turn it on and let's go. No. And, uh, we finished the Baja 250 and they say, well, I mean, we finished, so it seems not like a big deal. Let's just go for the Baja 500, which was back then it was the Baja Sur. It was when the Baja 500 was in, in South Baja, mm-hmm. you know, it was actually the first Baja Sur 500 and it was actually the only one after that, you know, they never made that Baja 500 again. And, and we just kept going Baja 500. And then we went to the, to the, uh, Baja 500 in Ensenada. And then we went to the desert challenge, which, uh, back then it was in, in Imperial Valley in California. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't the Baja 400. Like we just ran, uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a desert challenge in Imperial Valley. And, <laughs> and, uh, we just kept going and going and going until, uh, uh, you know, these guys said, hey, Daniel, you need to learn everything that needs to be learned about the UTVs. So I would go to Alba Racing in San Diego and in, in, in Santa California. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, and I would just, you know, be in the garage learning about the UTVs because, I mean, we, we plan on, 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 on keep, you know, on keep on keep running either one race or the other. If, if it was code, if it was record, if it was score, you know, just you know, run and run and run and participate in, in, in different courses and, and different uh, and, and competitions. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's when I also got the, you know, like the, you know, something hit me and said, you know what, this is going to be a business. This is going to become a business. This is going to be something that, that in the future, you know, in, in three, four years, five years, it's going to be like a boom. You know, it's something that's going to become really, really large as a business, you know, it's gonna, a lot of people are going to go into UTVs because it's going to be something that's more, instead of, you know, doing a, a, a pre runners and, uh, you know, um, and, and doing a whole bunch of uh, modifications to their trucks, they're just going to go buy UTV. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how GR UTV began, which is my business. Yeah. Well, you know, and th- and that's an interesting point that you caught you caught on early to that because I remember back uh, back around the UTV boom when the when the Yamaha Rhino was the was yep. the the thing to have. I remember I used to work for Mendiola, and you know, Sand Show was all sand rails, four seaters, two seaters, you know, that kind of stuff. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like from one year to the next, half the show was UTV, and then the next year the show was pretty much all UTVs. There was hardly any, you know, and they're all rhinos. So yeah, that's a, that's an interesting, like you caught it right at the beginning. Yeah, it was in, 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 in 2015. I mean, uh, when the XP 1000 was only a few months uh, old, you know, friends from, from here from San Luis started buying the XP 1000 mm-hmm. and we were the we were the only ones that either owned a UTV or actually, you know, 
use the UTV to to compete, you know, like and score and other races. So they started calling me and, hey, Daniel, do you know what we got to do to put uh, the 30-inch tires? Or do you know what we got to do to make it run faster? Do you know what we did? And I knew because Alba Racing, you know, taught me what to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, after, you know, 10, 15 locals, you know, call me and told me, hey, do you know what to do? Do you know uh, that? that like I said, you know, that's when I said, this is going to be a business. Yeah. This is going to become a business. So fortunately, our family owned uh, a shop already. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a, you know, like a uh, old change express, Lou Babylon express sort of shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did alignments. We did suspension work. We did a, not, not like modified suspension, just, you know, normal, yeah, uh, suspension suspension work on on cars and and brake and uh, brake jobs and <clears throat> sorry and uh, so when that started slowing down, I would have I would go work at my at my dad's house and and in, in his backyard mm-hmm. and 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 work and work on UTVs for friends and and, and our UTVs. And uh, when it started slowing down at the shop, I started bringing the UTVs to our shop. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't have enough time to, to start another shop. I would just bring the UTVs to that shop. Mm-hmm. And sense. like I said, that's, that's when GRUTV started out. You know, GRUTV, GR stands for two things. Geek Racing, which is our, 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 our team's name geek because my brother and Jorge are geeks. I mean, they're just practically geeks. They're not nerds. They're geeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's, I actually named the team. I was like, so what's going to be the, the team's name? And I'm like, well, I mean, you guys are geeks. So let's just call it geek racing. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's go for that. And, uh, and GR also stands for my, uh, the first letters are of my last names, Gonzalez Reina. Oh, okay. So, I mean, cut, I mean, is it something that just, you know, natural came up? It is. I mean, because I mean, I, I, I never thought of it until like way after, you know, Hey, it actually stands for my last name and it actually stands for geek racing, which is how we started out. Nice. It's just kind of that, that happy coincidence. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, after like in about 2017, what happened is that, uh, because of their jobs, they weren't able to, uh, to keep on, you know, participating in races. I kept going and, uh, we started, uh, we started racing in code off-road and we won that championship. I was actually one of the first guys to, uh, me and four other people started out the UTV racing here in Mexico. Oh, okay. So kind of the pioneers, well, especially in, in San Luis, right? I mean, in that area or, or the peninsula, especially, especially in San Luis, but no, actually it was in the Baja Peninsula. We started out, you know, the, the, 
like you said, it was the rhinos, it was uh, you know those Yamahas and all that six hundred uh, uh, UTVs. But no, when 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 the XP one thousand came out, that's when the whole thing changed. I mean, the, everything changed. And then in two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. it wasn't just an XP one thousand. It was now it was an XP turbo. Now they came up with turbos. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it started just growing and growing and growing, and uh, and, uh, and and code off road. We we told uh, Joaquin, which he's the owner and uh, and uh, and the founder of Cody. We told him, hey, would you mind opening up a class for us? Mm-hmm. You know, um, we we don't just want to go to score. I mean, we would like to open up the class here and, and, and code something more local, something you know that that I'll. I'll a lot of people that were owning that already own razors will like to participate, but I mean, it's too expensive to go to score international and race, mm-hmm. which still is. So he said that, yeah, let's do it. I just met him. I was just with him like two weeks ago talking about the, the new, the new class that, that we want to open for, for 2024 mm-hmm. in, in UTV. And he's like, Daniel, remember when, you know, seven, eight years ago, you called me up and told me about the UTVs and I was like a little bit, you know, ah, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, if you guys want to run, run. Mm-hmm. And it was me and it was one of the owners of uh, Polaris uh, Baja. Uh, he owns uh, like four dealerships for, for Polaris. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Aniva Lopez, which he's my, my partner in crime right now for racing for, for Polaris Mexico. Nice, and uh, that's that, that's that's when I when I met Aniwa. Yeah, and then there was a ah, I wouldn't remember the other guy that started out racing. Uh, it was a uh, we we call him Aguila, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's when 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 UTV racing started also like more as a local, you know, uh, less expensive. Um, it was a uh, the shops started working on UTVs down in Mexicali and Sanada. And, uh, and I was already working on them, but I wasn't doing any, any, like any fab. I was just working in clutches and, and doing tunings and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we go. Mm. I was going to say, that's, after that, that's an interesting, like yeah. there's not, uh, that's how it, I mean, how it blew up. I mean, it was one of those things that you, you could walk into a shop and you know you can walk into a power sports place, pick up a razor, and I mean, Tim, you could literally go drive it like if it was a built pre runner to a certain extent. Yeah. And then to go racing, it really wasn't that much more that you needed. Yeah, it's not like you like a five sixteen hundred or or I mean five sixteen hundred or or a class eleven. You know, it's pretty much off the showroom floor, you could go out and, and, and go out and compete obviously with just a couple of safety additions. But I think that's probably made it, made it a lot easier. Yeah. And, 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 and we also start, started, you know, showing that, uh, it was like the best value on the cost of, uh, I mean, how much would it cost to run a razor, no. you know, and how fast could you go on a razor? Mm-hmm. So it was like the best value for, for, for racing back then. Yeah. I mean, right now, right now, I mean, like the pro R's are, you know, I mean, if you want to build like a fully built race pro R mm-hmm. four cylinder, you know, the new one that came out, 
um, it's going to cost you more than a 1600. It's going to cost you more than a, than a, I think even a 1200, you know, yeah. but because the competition, the competition is, is just, you know, way up there for, for UTV racing. I mean, now you see 60, 70 razors, uh, down here at, at, at a score international event. If you go to a best in the desert, you know, and, and, and Nevada or, you know, Arizona, I mean, how many UTVs do you see? You know, a hundred UTVs competing against each other. It's just crazy, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, I mean, God bless me and, 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 and showing me that path in that business, you know, and I kept going and going and I was actually one of the first, you know, or I, I want to say like the first three, shops and and all this region that started out you know uh not only competing but working on razors nice. and um i remember also the <laughs> that jaron used to call them lavadoras you know the washing machines <laughs> i'm used Jaren's to calling them golf carts now <laughs> yeah and golf carts yeah, yeah. And and he would say, I mean, what 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 would you actually run in, in one of those? And I was like, Hey, you're gonna see, you're gonna see, and, you know. Wait and and just wait. And 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 I remember him telling me that he was a uh, at a Baja One Thousand running this trophy truck, and he would see these lights behind him at the race, you know, just on his back bumper, you know, and and until he said, you know what, I'm just gonna let this car go through, past me, and he realized it was actually Wayne Matlock passing him and his UTV and he was running a, tro- a, a trophy truck. <laughs> those, so he started getting serious about those cars also. All of a sudden, right there, you know, mm-hmm. that's the thing is that they, um, it's interesting to hear them argue for where in the starting order they are, you know, and, and nowadays, I mean, I feel like they're competitive, like with class 10 cars, you know, especially the, oh, pro, the newer pro R for sure is competitive with the 10 car. Yeah, they are. And they're actually almost equal at, at, at price. I mean, if you want to build a class 10 car and if you want to build a pro, a pro R, mm-hmm. I mean, you're almost paying the same, the same amount. So, I mean, uh, um, besides the price at the, at the, at the floor, at the dealerships, I mean, going way up, I mean, but having all these advantages and suspension and technology, you know, uh, smart shocks and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, something that you won't see or that you wouldn't see in a class 10 or a class 12 or, or a 1600 and, and at, 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 at the, at the race, at the races, I mean, you would see it at, at in, in a UTV when, when they came out with the, with the live valving and, 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 uh, and the pro XP, mm-hmm. you know, it was just such, such a game changer. You know, it was just, something that you would say, why isn't this in, 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 in these other classes? And that was the reason that people will, will started buying UTVs to race instead of uh, building up a, a, a 10, a class 10 or a, or a class 12 or, or a class 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such an advantage just, you know, taking the, 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 the Polaris or the Can-Am off the floor. You, you already had an advantage, yeah. you know, 20 something inches of travel, you know, uh, you could go hundred miles per hour in it. It was just such an advantage 
just buying it at the at, at the beginning and just trying to you know perfect it to go race instead of starting out with the with the with the chassis mm-hmm. you know like 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 in other classes yeah yeah you so, could develop the car you didn't have to like exactly. okay well here's a class 10 car and it's zero to a class 10 car not you know mm-hmm. sportsman to pro to blah 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 you know yeah so getting back to the to the rally mm-hmm. um i kept on helping out uh darren and and uh and scott mm-hmm Scott and 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 then you know the founders of uh, of the Sonora Rally. Yeah, I kept I kept as a local helping them, you know, and and get in touch with the with the mayor, with the with the local authorities, with the owners of the lands, you know, helping them and 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 getting contact with them so they could do an event. And um, I remember my first rally that I told them that I wasn't going to be able to help them because I was going to compete and I, I couldn't help them. Not because I didn't want to. It's just that I couldn't know the course. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I mean, if, yeah. If if I was going to compete, I could. I. I mean, I couldn't go with him. And you know, and trace the course where it was going to go through and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that 2018, I think, in my first day of rally racing, my first actually stage, I think I got penalized with like 40 hours. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, I knew how to drive. I just didn't know how to rally. <laughs> I didn't know how to, how to, how to read the, the, you know, the, the road book. And, and, uh, it was actually Don Pepe, the guy I was mentioning to you uh, a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a navigator, Yeah, you know? And I mean, we just didn't know crap about navigating. We just kept following the tracks. But I mean, if, if we would get into tracks that uh, wasn't actually the race, it was just old tracks from, you know, from locals. I mean, I would just go through that track and, and like an hour later, he would tell me, you know what, we're, we're not on the race course. We're actually, I don't know where. <laughs> so I would have to go back, you know, yeah. until uh, I remember that first stage, uh, 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 Darren called me. I was close to uh, El Golfo and he said, Daniel, just, you know, you're done. I mean, you're done for the day. Just come to the camp. You know, we're, we're at the, at the Salinas here at Bernie's camp. So just, just come down here. I mean, stop racing. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you were way there. off the map. <laughs> I was way off the map. I mean, yeah, it was, it was just crazy. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, so, so that's when rally racing started, started for me. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, like mad or I wasn't, you know, uh, I was like, you know what? I got to learn this. I mean, this is fun. I mean, I got to learn this. So stage two, stage three, stage four, stage five, you know, I, we kept on learning mm-hmm. and I started getting more into it. And I was like, you know what? This is actually better than running Baja. I mean, it's, it's the type of racing and, and rally is being a surprise every foot, you know, every every hundred feet that, that you actually run, I mean, it's a surprise for you because you don't know what's coming up. Mm-hmm. All you know is what the robot tells you. That's it. And in Baja, I mean, you go pre-run two, three times. To, uh, I mean, if you, if you get a, if you're going to co-drive, you get a 200, you know, mile section mm-hmm. and you go pre-run that two, those 200 miles for, you know, three, four times. Yeah. And you do your, your news. You know, uh, you learn where the where the rock is. You you learn where the whoop is. You learn where 
there's going to be, you know, a cut corner. And rally, you don't. I mean, all you know is if your navigator doesn't know how to read, I mean, you're either, you know, going to go off a corner, you're going to hit a rock, you're going to, you know, you know, from being sarcastic, but I mean, you can actually, you know, have a really bad accident mm -hmm. if your navigator doesn't know how to read the book. Yeah. Well, and, and so and then yeah. that, that makes and you know, that's, and that's an interesting point because you get to like, you think about, uh, like you said, I mean, even if you go and pre-run as a driver at the Baja, right. And, and you, like you said, you run it a bunch of times, you know, the course, so does the co-driver. So now the co-driver really is just there to push, change flats and remind you or change a belt and remind you yeah. about things that are coming up on the GPS. But in this case, yeah, like you're saying in rally, like, yeah, you could hit things, you can go off course. And not only that, but it's not just missing the safety in the, in the road book. It's also being off course and not being anywhere near where the road book is. And then it's a washout. And so it's, it's an interesting relationship. The relationship obviously changes a little bit more. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I mean, I, I, I remember Darren telling me, I mean, I mean, even though you got the wheel in your hands, you're not in control. You're not the captain of the ship. I mean, the captain of the ship is going to be your navigator. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's the one that's going to say, you know, push it, slow down. There's a danger. There's this, there's that, you know, there's a, there, there's an obstacle on the, on the race course. Um, and, and I mean, you need to, you need to figure that out because I mean, when you're running Baja, I mean, you, you're in control, you know, you got the wheel in your hand. You know, I mean, you pre-run the course, so you know where to push it, you know. But in, in rally, I mean, you, you really need to know who your who your guy is going to be to navigate where you don't come into in, into harm. I mean, where you don't have an accident, you know, mm -hmm. especially. Yeah. I mean, being off course, I mean, that's, you know, that's just poor navigating. Mm -hmm. But trying to not, you know, smash into a rock, not going to a cliff, not going, you know, uh, not getting lost in the middle of the dunes, you know, that's, that's something that you really have to, you know, uh, uh, be sure that your navigator knows what, what, what he's doing. And in this case, Jorge, which is my, you know, that's when he came back into my racing life. <laughs> Cause he said, Hey, we need to run this another rally. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, um, that was after the 2018, I mean, it, where, where we just, you know, we were lucky enough to survive in 2018. We actually went over a dune and me and Pepe went at, when, I mean, me knowing the dunes, mm -hmm. I flipped in the dunes, you know, we got stuck there for like almost three hours. Um, everyone was saying, no, I mean, you're a local, you know, the dunes. I mean, you know how to drive them. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's different when you're trying to go top speed in the dunes. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's just different. I mean, it's not, going at, at 15 miles, 20 miles per hour. And then all of a sudden you get a big, you know, wall of sand and you, you're going to go through it. But meanwhile, your, 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 uh, your music is all the way up in your car. You're having a beer with your, with your, with your friend next, next to you. And, and, and you stop for an hour and hang out with your friends. No, I mean, this is racing. I mean, you got to go the fastest you can <clears throat> without having an accident. And without going, you know, off trail. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I've, you know, I've, I've told my, my, you know, my friends, you know, and, and, and the locals here, 
when they say, no, nah, you got this. I mean, it's, it's dunes. I mean, you, you've been in dunes your whole life and I'm like, nah, it's, it's, it's different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's different. I've, I've actually, I've actually gone and, and practiced with the, with the rally, you know, drivers and, and the dunes and I just couldn't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I knew how to get across the dune when I would see them getting stuck. I knew how to read the dunes, but when you, when it's race day, you, you need to go through the dunes, you know, the fastest you can without going off trail and especially without having an accident, yeah. you know, without flipping the car over or something. Yeah. Well, and, so, and, and that's a good point. Cause you're not making, you know, when you're, when you're out with your friends and you're doing that kind of stuff, you, you'll check up, you know, you slow down a little bit, you take your time and finding the way around the dune, but that doesn't work for, obviously it doesn't work for racing and in racing, you're going to be taking a little bit more, you're going to take a little more of a chance than you would normally, you know, oh, yeah. any other day. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, I would, I would, uh, <clears throat> I remember when, uh, when Wayne and Kristen Matlock and, and Scanlon came, came, came to practice because they were going to go to the Deca Raleigh. Mm-hmm the deck or and uh darren told me daniel i mean yeah go ahead and practice but just keep an eye on them you know make sure that they're they're going through the dunes make sure that they're you know that they're going to be able to to uh uh do the course and not get lost i'm like okay so i remember driving behind them and all of a sudden i mean jorge was navigating for me and we would just keep going and going and going. And all of a sudden I was actually, I don't know, two kilometers in front of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa, hold on. Hey, Jorge, we got to wait for them. And I would see one of them or two of them come by, but I wouldn't see the, I wouldn't see the, you know, the other UTV, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say which driver, but I wouldn't see the third one mm-hmm. coming through. I was like, where the hell is he? So I would have to go back, you know, find them, you know, and bring him into the course. Hey, this is the way, or they were stuck or they had a belt problem or they had a suspension problem, you know, and, and I mean, we would just, you know, wait for them. And, and, and Jorge said, dude, I mean, we could actually run this. Like, are you sure? He said, yeah, you know, I'm up to it. I mean, I think I can read. Okay. So. What's going on, guys? Victor with the Chasing Waypoints podcast. All right. Are you looking to promote your brand to a worldwide audience on the podcast? Drop us a line at podcast at chasingwaypoints.com and let's talk. See what we can do about getting you some more ears for your company and getting the word out worldwide. I got a phone call in. Yeah. Sorry about that. So Jorge Jorge was like, uh, yeah, I mean, we could actually run this. I'm like, okay, let's go for it. And, um, 2021, mm-hmm. we decided to run the Sonora Rally as a competitor, not as a volunteer, not as an helper for Darren, as a as, you know, as a team. And uh, we won the Sonora Rally that year. We 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 didn't have a lot of competition. Like I I, I don't want to say uh, uh I didn't have competition. What I meant what I mean is there weren't many UTVs in our class. Mm-hmm. But our main competitor was Sarah Price. Nice. And, you know, I mean, Sarah Price is just, I mean, she's a, you know, yeah. fabulous driver. I mean, uh, besides being a fabulous person, you know, uh, you know, she's, she's awesome, you know, uh, in the car and, you know, and out of the car, she's just an awesome person, you know, and uh, 
and she she kept having problems with her with her car due to fast driving and maybe I don't want to say lack of navigating, but I mean she her pace was way faster than what her navigator was actually reading. Mm-hmm. And I learned I learned um, you know a lot from that because I mean I would you know and uh, at, at at the last day of the rally, well actually the at the fourth stage in the dunes. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Sorry about that again. No worries. At the, at the at the fourth stage of uh, it was uh, it was the dunes, and um, I was like five minutes behind her. We came into a pit uh, for fueling, and I remember that my brother was there, and he he just ran ran to us, and I was like, wait, hold on, you, 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 I mean, you, you can't come. You, you can't come close to us. I mean, it's a rule. Mm-hmm. Just, you, you got to keep away. And he just, you know, stopped in the middle of, you know, and, 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 and he's like, what's up? I know we, we got a refuel. And he's like, Hey, Sarah just left right now. I mean, she's like, you know, like five minutes, you know, ahead of you. I was like, okay. I think that she, she thought that she was way, way, way in front of us. And when she's, when she saw us come into the pit and she was leaving, she just, you know, stepped on the pedal and she went over a dune and, and flipped the car over. And, uh, you know, I came by, I helped her out and flipping the car into, into its four, four tires. Mm-hmm. And we kept on driving, navigating. And we knew that, you know, at that moment, we knew that we were actually going to, I mean, if we kept, the, you know, a safe pace, we were going to actually win the, win the, the Sonora Rally. And uh, so we did. We won the the, the twenty twenty one Sonora Rally. Um, no, actually twenty twenty two. Yeah. And um, and we decided to, you know what? Let's go for the for the next rally, which was this year, mm-hmm. and it was the Dakar, the Dakar Challenge back for the UTVs. Whoever won the UTV class, um. And in, in, uh, in our class was was going to get a you know a free ticket to the to the Dakar, and it was uh, I think it was like four of us that wanted to go to the Dakar. It, it was Sarah Price, it was uh, Jorge Cano, uh, you know Mexican also, yeah, and there was uh, other two uh, two drivers that you know that were going for the Dakar challenge. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, we had a misreading and fuel consumption <laughs> but in the in the third stage and we ended up uh, running out of fuel oh. 10 kilometers before the the, the fuel point mm-hmm. we were just 10 kilometers away from refueling but that day it was you know it was just the car was overheating all the time um i was trying to you know run as fast as i could you know drive as fast as i could Jorge was doing a really really nice job of navigating and uh and we just ran out of fuel yeah so so basically that's when when we, when we were out of the out of the opportunity of 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 going for the for the decker challenge i mean and next day we uh ended up in second place on the fourth stage and then we won the fifth stage coming into my hometown san luis but i mean we were we were out of the competition for the for the decker challenge and Jorge kept saying, ah, I mean, let's just go to the Dakar anyway. And he just, you know, he said it, you know, let's just go to the Dakar anyway. 
I'm like, <laughs> you don't have a clue what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> it's, we're not going to the, we're not going to the Oxo. That's not something that you you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to go race a Baja 1000, Jorge. I mean, we're actually, I mean, Dakar is, you know, 12, 15 days of racing. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole, I mean, it's, it's way across the ocean. <laughs> I mean, we're not going, you know, to Ensenada. Like we, we're, we normally go like, every other weekend, you know, three hours away and, and just go race. I mean, it's, it's, it's that car. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, let's, let's still go. And I just, you know, I, I, I remember that day I was just saying we were in the middle of nowhere in the desert between Caborca and Puerto Peñasco mm -hmm. and, uh, talking about that, you know, our opportunity to go to, uh, to win the ticket to Dakar was, was gone. And he's like, yeah, let's just go anyway. Let's just go anyway. And I was like, I know this guy, I mean, his, his adrenaline is way up there. He still wants to go, but, uh, and you know, a month went by, two months went by, three months went by and he still kept telling me, are you ready for Dakar? Are you ready for Dakar? And are you, are you ready for Dakar? I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever. And two, three weeks ago, he sends me the, <laughs> the voucher where he, where he actually paid the, you know, the, the, the entry fee for the Dakar. Nice. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, dude, you actually pay the fee. And he's like, yeah, I told you that we were still going to go to the Dakar. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's really expensive. You know, it's logistics and, and all of this is it's, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, and he said, yeah, I mean, I already found out that there's, there's a, there's a company in Spain that has a four pro R's Polaris pro R's and, and they rent their pro R's for, for rally racing and they're going to take their pro R's for, for Dakar. And there's one available. Nice. And it involves, it, it involves, you know, the mechanics, uh, spare parts, um, you know, everything that you need for, for Dakar. And like, dude, I mean, you are serious. It's like, yeah, I mean, I already paid the, the rental. <laughs> oh, you just paid a rental. Yeah. yeah. We got a rental for that car. Nice. Uh, and, and he did. I mean, and, uh, you know, a day later we were talking to the, to the, to, uh, Susana, which, uh, she's, uh, like the administrator for that, for that company. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, you know, where we got to fly, uh, uh, you know, the plane tickets and, you know, where we needed to arrive and, uh, she, uh, we, we did a, a video call, you know, so I could take a look at the car, you know, I, I haven't even seen the car, you know, yeah. all I've seen is pictures and a video of it. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. But you know, I've been, I've been, I've been following them and they've been running a whole bunch of rallies and, and, and those, and those prototypes and those cars. And, and, you know, they, they do uh, a whole bunch of, you know, of a R and R, you know, they, they would, you know, run the car with a different, um, tuning for their, for the, for the engine. Mm -hmm. And if they, and if it works, they would put that same tuning for all the cars. And if they did suspension work on another car and if it worked, they would do the, you know, they would put that suspension tuning on all the other cars also. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty, you know, I don't want to say, um, I'm relaxed in knowing that I'm going to get into a car that has, you know, uh, race miles and, and, and a whole bunch of, you know, tuning to it 
mm-hmm. that, like I said, Jorge, all we're going to do is, you know, just go stage, stage through stage, you know, just run one stage, uh, a stage at a time. Yeah. And he's like, Daniel, do you know that we're actually going to run like almost three Baja 1000s? I'm like, don't tell me how many miles we're going to run. Let's just go stage through stage. And he's like, yeah, but do you know that we're actually going to go around the world? I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, the amount of miles that we're going to run for the Dakar, it's like going across the, you know, across the, the world. I was like, do you got to be that exaggerated? I mean, just tell me that we are going to go stage through stage. I mean, that's the way I drive. That's the way I, you know, I focus. It's just like in Baja, it's mile through mile. Just go mile through mile, mile through mile, mile through mile. Mm-hmm. Don't think about you have 300 miles left. Don't think about you have 50 miles left. Just think about what's coming up in this next mile. Yeah. And I told him, in this case, I got to think about, you know, it's just another stage. It's just another stage. And he's like, yeah, but do you know that we're actually, I mean, we're going to run like almost three and a half Baja 1000s. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to think about it that way. I want to think about going stage through stage and that's it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. so it's uh you know and and uh not trying to draw the line and you know i could see you know how he's excited and he geeks out and nerds you know like oh how much you know how big of an inter- undertaking it is but then you know the your race car driver mentality of you know hey you know what it's it's 15 races you know each day is its own race um, and, and a lot of the guys that I've talked to, that's been their first time at the Dakar, that's been the mentality. Hey, like today is today's day. And you know, they don't pay attention to the results. They don't pay, you know, they just focus on racing and just doing their thing. And then, you know, and then the results just come naturally, but you know, it's exactly. like, it, it's, it's a very interesting, it's interesting to hear you say that because it's, it's two of you in the car and there's a, and there's that relationship you know, and, and what one is thinking and one is the other, uh, how does that have an effect? Like you thinking, having the mentality of, you know, day by day and him thinking big picture, does that play a role? I mean, does that affect you at all? Does it affect him? Maybe that you're not as excited quote unquote as he is. I mean, do you, I mean, I mean, he, let let me put it this way. I mean, it's, it's a person that I've known for, for more than 20 years. And I just know the way he, he, you know, he acts in the way he, uh, he sees uh, things. I mean, he has a huge bucket list and he just, you know, going check mart after check mart and, and, uh, going through his bucket list. Mm-hmm. I'm just really thankful that, uh, that he's involving me in his, you know, in his, uh, way to see life, you know, and his way to see adventures and his way to see, you know, I want to do this and, and he and him for, for, you know, considering me and his next and, and his next adventure, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just really grateful. And, um, but at the, at the moment when it comes to, to being in the car and when it comes for him to do his, his, his job in the car, he's really serious. Nice. So he switches it he's off. Really, oh yeah. 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 He does. I, I, well, I mean, Besides when we're on the, you know, when we're in and in, in, in between the stage and we got to go in the highway and he'll start singing, you know, rock and roll. All of a sudden he'll start be getting all romantic with the music. And then all of a sudden he'll start, you know, uh, singing corridos. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's when the fun parts comes in, you know, 
and he'll start telling me his, you know, hey, uh, the other day I was, you know, I was in, you know, Cancun or something, and I was, uh, you know, and I saw this, and he'll start, you know, telling me his stories, you know, because, I mean, it, it, it's a guy that I don't see every day. I mean, I'll see him two, three times a year. That's it. Mm-hmm. But when I see him, it's for a new adventure. You know, it's something that, you know, that we're going to, we just, you know, talk through the phone about it. And all of a sudden he is right there next to me and we're at a, uh, at a stage or we're, we're at the dunes or we're like, he's uh, thinking about coming down to the Baja 1000, which is next for us, you know, as a, as, as a, as a Polaris Mexico team, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we're short of a driver. And he says, I'm not driving. I'll just navigate for you. I'm like, Jorge, it's not navigating for me. It's like, just, you know, you know, co-writing for me. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, I'll try to practice how to get you into the zone at the Baja 1000 or Dakar. I was like, eh, it's not the same. I was like, I know. I mean, just, you know, play along. He says, like, just play along. Just, just, you know. Just go with it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, yeah, just go with it. I mean, it's just his way of seeing things. And, and, and like I said, I mean, I mean, uh, but no, he, he, he gets into his, his zone as, as a navigator once, once we're in the car mm-hmm. and, uh, but every time he has a chance, he'll, you know, he'll just jump in with a joke or he'll just, you know, make fun of me for something. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's having fun. It's being competitive, but in a manner that it's not that we don't take it serious. It's just, we're not worried about what the end of the result is going to be if we're not fast enough. Yeah. So for us, it's just saying it's two Mexicans that are going to go to that car, which is actually the first time that two Mexicans are in the same car. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, and it's, and it's just, you know, let's just say that we actually finished every stage of the deck car. Mm-hmm. And what position, like you said, it's going to come naturally. Yeah. If we start out in 30th position and after five days, we're up to the, you know, top 20. And then after another two days, we're top 15 or top 10. It's going to come naturally. We just want to finish every stage and say, we did every kilometer of the Dakar route. And, and you know, that, that's the main goal. And, you know, and I think that's definitely a good place. Cause I think, um, I, you know, I remember back in the day racing, racing the class 10 cars, it was all you had to do was be consistent because the race had a way of the cars were fast enough to get into trouble, which is still the case is the case with the UTVs. I think is that they're fast yeah. enough to get into trouble. So the attrition rate, how many people end up dropping out of the race because of mechanical, uh, or if not dropping out of the race, losing a ton of time, over basic things, you know, things that, you know, could have been driving a little bit slower, paying more attention, you know, being more, more precise in your driving and instead mm-hmm. of taking so many risks, all of a sudden you, you could move two, three positions in one single day and not even, you know, and, and you didn't even do anything. I mean, you even stopped, <laughs> you know, for something. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's always been interesting. Been, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like I, I told him. I mean, just navigate, make sure we get all the waypoints. I mean, that's that's what I've, I mean. We we talked to uh, for, for the for the Sonora Rally. I mean, it's just like, hey, let's just not miss any waypoints. I mean, we just gotta focus on on not missing waypoints and doing it as you know as fast as we can without you know hurting the car. Mm-hmm. And um, 
But in this case, it's not, it's not just five days. I mean, it's, we're talking about 12 days, or, you know, or, and it's, you know, talking about from one stage to another, it's going to be, you know, 900 kilometers, you know, and it's just something that you got to start focusing on and you got to start realizing, I mean, what the hell are we getting ourselves into? And, you know, and just get ready as fast as we can. And he already knows how to navigate, which is not going to be something different that we already did. But being able to do it for, for all, you know, for that amount of days, mm-hmm. that's, that's where, where, you know, your condition comes in and your, your, you know, your, your, you get to be really, really focused. You know, your mentality has to be, let's finish this day. Let's finish this day. Let's finish this day. You know, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same as when, you know, when, 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 when people that go through, you know, A and A, you know, it's one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, we're addicted to racing. So it's like saying one day at a time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and yeah. You know, like you're saying, this is the, you know, the big picture of it is if you just focus on the day at a time, you know, there's a difference at the end of day six, when you're like, I still got to do this for another nine days and, yeah. you know, seven to nine days versus I just got to go do this tomorrow again. You know, and you're not mm-hmm. really thinking about it because, yeah, I mean, it's I can see that. Like what you're saying is, uh, you know, I've uh, I'm on the adventure bike rides, right? You, you ride a 400 mile day and the next day it's a little harder to get on the bike. You know, you don't you know, it's the same. So. I think, you know, same with the, the racing, you know, you go and you do the Baja 1000 and yeah, you know, maybe the next day you're like, damn, that was, you know, a, a week later, you're like, damn, I wish I was back there racing, you know, but it's always that, you know, that next day, the next time that you got to go do it, that sometimes gets a little bit tough. So yeah. And, and the Dakar, obviously you're going to have to do it several days. Yeah. So is, and, um, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just something that, uh, <clears throat> for example, uh, this past race, uh, last week, uh, I got in the car at the middle of the, of the, it was, it was 380 something miles and I got in the car at 190 and I was like, you know, I've done more miles before I've done more miles before, you know, we got the notes. Uh, it was the first time I, my son actually got in the car with me. And, uh, and he was navigating for me. Uh, I haven't had a, a, another, a different navigator in, in desert racing. Cause I mean, Jorge is my navigator for rally. Mm-hmm. And then Martin, Martin, he's my navigator for, for desert racing. And he's been my, my navigator for desert racing for the past, uh, five years. I mean, no one else has actually gotten the passenger seat with me, you know, besides Martin. And all of a sudden doing, you know, a big, you know, uh, uh, change and not only having another guy in the, in, in, in the seat next to me, it is actually my son next to me, which makes it a bit more, you know, it's, it's, it was a bit of nervous in me saying I can run faster, but imagine if I get, if I, if I get into an accident and my son's with me. You know, that really changes your, your way of focusing, you know, and, 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 and a difference from when Martin's, you know, driving, I mean, he's co- 
co-writing with me, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, of, of course, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into an accident and him being harmed, but having your son next to you now, I mean, sure, you, you got to get more. I mean, I was more focused. I was trying to run faster, but at the same time being three times more careful. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and I was like, I mean, I was just like, okay, it's, I mean, one more mile, one more mile, one more mile. I'm getting close. I'm, I'm getting closer to the end. Um, he was like in a surprise. He was really surprised on how the, the course was, was, uh, at race day from a week before. Yeah. How much you know, it had changed. A week, how much it had changed in certain sections. I mean, when you're running Baja and you go pre-run, You'll mark down, you know, the dangerous spots, you know, if there's a, if there's a, you know, uh, whoops, if there's a jump, if there's, you know, uh, uh, what do you call the Las Sancas, you know, or, uh, washouts and, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, washouts and all that. You, I mean, you'll, you'll mark all that down, but when it comes to race day, there's going to be spots where you have marked down as a dangerous point that it's not dangerous anymore. Right. So, and all those whoops were, where you would, point down as a, as a yellow spot, you know, slow down and just go through it all of a sudden. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't yellow. I mean, it was green all the way, mm-hmm. but then there comes, you know, parts where if it was yellow, now it's red or triple red, you know, the trophy trucks went through it and they just messed it up, you know, 10 times more than what, what, than what it was, you know, a week before. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, when you get the experience after, after a lot of races, after, after a few years racing, you got to mark that down as a hey, mark this down. That is going to be worse than it was than, uh, in, in, in five days, you know, in five, six days, it's going to be worse. So mark it down. Yeah. And he, he would be like, okay. So he would just mark it down. And when we got to this section, uh, between, uh, Santo Tomas and Nojonero, which is a uh, Wapan. Mm-hmm. You know, every everyone knows that a whopping is just you know silt and just it's, it's thirty miles of just being really really careful. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling them, don't look at the track. Look 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 at the at the iPad. You know, just don't look at the track. Look at the iPad and just keep keep telling me what's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he was like, damn. He would say like, whoa, or or a la madre, so sad. because he was so surprised on how it would change. On from just being yellow to being like, you know, a full triple red, if it was like that, you know, six days ago. Mm-hmm. And he would just be so surprised on, on, and, and he would be like, how are we going to get through this? How are we going to go up this hill? How are we going to go? And, and I was like, Hey, let's just focus on what's coming up. Let's just focus on, on what's coming up. Mm-hmm. In reality, it's focusing on what's coming up every, every a hundred feet, you know? Yeah. It's just focusing on what your navigator is telling you. I mean, I can't imagine your intercom going, you know, going bad and not being able to communicate with your navigator in route. Oh. You know, not being able to listen at him on what he's telling you. I mean, I just can't imagine something like that coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but if you're running in, in, in Baja and desert racing, you already pre-ran. So you're sort of know, I mean, while you're driving, you sort of know what's coming up. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's there's um, basic and, hand and, signals. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and 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 if your communication with your with your co-writer, I mean, goes bad. I mean, 
like you said, you got hand signals or, or you got, you can just, you know, take a look at the, at the, at the screen and, and, and see what's coming up, you know, because you already wrote it down uh, a week before, but in rally, I mean, you can't do that. You just can't. I mean, I just can't imagine. I mean, what are you going to do if, if your if your if your communication systems, uh, you know, goes bad and you can't communicate with your, with your navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What are you going to, and it's not in, in Baja, what is, you know, the, you got your basic slowdowns, you've got your, I mean, there's really not, there's not a lot of complicated hand signals, things that you got to do. Right. But in rally, it's like, well, okay, this is a speed zone. Okay. This is, uh, you know what, you're going to come up and it's not, it's not the middle road. It's the second road. You know, it's the, there's so many details that have to be relayed back and forth that yeah, you could get away from most of it, but it's so easy to just go off and make a mistake, you know, or it slows your pace yeah. way, way down. And if you've got a navigator like Jorge, he'll start making jokes about the, about all the symbols in the road book. <laughs> so, so imagine you're, you're, you know, you're going, I don't know, uh, 70 miles per hour. And all of a sudden he says, there's going to be an elephant in 200 meters. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? What? And he's like, yeah, there's going to be an elephant. And then he'll put the rule book in front of you, in front of your face. And doesn't that look like an elephant? I'm like, dude, get the heck. <laughs> get that rule book. <laughs> and, and he'll be like, oh, there's a, a, a jelly jar at your right side. Mm-hmm. We got to go. So once you pass that jelly jar, then you're going to do a 30 degree turn to, you know, for two kilometers on a jelly jar. Like, yeah. And then you'll see like a, yeah, like a jelly jar in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a trash can, but he'll call it jelly jar instead of just telling me there's going to be a trash can right there. Yeah. You know, and he'll start making up all these nicknames for the symbols. And, you know, uh, like, uh, if there's like a, like a triple ex, uh, exclamation mark, he says like, okay, Daniel, I've been un putazo. <laughs> <laughs> Stay sharp. <laughs> Yeah, stay sharp. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so you know, it's 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 really cool, you know, having someone like 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 him navigating for you because I mean, you'll if you're like being really really focused, and then all of a sudden he'll crack a joke or something, it won't throw you off focus. It'll actually just re, you know relax you and just saying okay, you know, just keep on listening, keep on driving, keep on you know it's. Just keep on going and, 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 and listen to whatever he says. I mean, if it's a joke or if it's something serious, if it's something, you know, just keep on listening and it'll, you know, it'll relax you instead of just being all nerve wracking, you know, the, the whole stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It keeps you, uh, it, it makes it seem like less work than what you're, than what you're doing. And, and instead of just being competitive, mm-hmm. it becomes a fun, uh, you know, a fun competition it becomes an adventure. It becomes, you know, just living it, you know, live it. That's it. Yeah. 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 It, and which, which is his, uh, his, uh, I remember when, 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 uh, what was it in Baja 1000, 2017, I think. And, uh, we bought helmets, you know, new helmets because, uh, it was, you know, we, we, we had to buy new certified helmets. Mm-hmm. And he put on all the helmets, he put the YOLO, 
you know, Y O L O. I didn't know what Yolo meant. I, I mean, I didn't, I never heard of it before. Yeah. And I was like, what does Yolo mean, Jorge? You only live once. And that really stuck to me. Yeah. It really, really, really stuck to me. And, and then I remember uh, him telling me, you know, if, uh, it was in Spanish, but it was, uh, it meant either you win or, I mean, either you lose or you win, but you're always learning or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what he was trying to say is, I mean, don't worry about winning or losing. Just worry about learning every time, you know, learning and learning and learning, which, which just, I mean, it just happened to us and, and this, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, the 400, the issues that we, the issues that, yeah, at the Baja 400, the issues that we had with our car, it was something that we didn't even think about that could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the cooling reservoir, the, the, the cooling reservoir, uh, uh, breaking. I mean, who would think that we were going to need a spare cooling reservoir? And it happened. I mean, it broke. Yeah. That's not a. Not a very yeah. common thing at all. I mean, it literally just sits in the race car. <laughs> it's not exactly. even a working I mean, it, part. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is not a tire. It is, it is not a an axle. It is not a tie rod. It is not. I mean, it's just something that's like you said. It sits there, and all it has to do is hold the water. That's it. The the coolant, and that's it. Well, it actually broke on us. Fortunately, we had our, our chaser there, and it and it uses a, the same one, so we had to take it off and put it into the race car. Um, it is such, I mean, really, really complicating in, in doing that swap because I mean, there's no room to take the hoses off and it's just not, I mean, it, it isn't just one hose and that's it. It, it is actually four hoses that you got to take off and you got to make sure you don't wiggle it around that you didn't turn the hoses, you know, left or right. Because if you do that, you might break the, you know, the edge of the, of the cooling reservoir. I mean, you got to. You know, try to see the way you're going to take the hose off straight down and not towards the side. And being a hose that's been there for 4,000 miles already, I mean, it's really, I mean, it was, it was just a hassle. I mean, it took us almost from when the cooling reservoir broke and the car went into limp mode and it got to us and we had to change, you know, swap the cooling reservoir out. You know, we lost two hours. Yeah. It's crazy. First, I mean, and again, it's something that doesn't even. What does that thing do? You know, <laughs> it's not something. It's got the easiest job in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I mean, it's just a learning experience, you know. And I mean, we what are we doing right now? I mean, we already took the car apart, and we're we're fabricating, uh, you know, uh, an aluminum, you know, reservoir because we don't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you'll learn. So what is, uh, I mean, we got a few months for, before the Dakar, um, are, are mm-hmm. there things that you guys are, are looking at practicing? Um, how are you guys yeah, we're gonna, preparing? Well, Jorge, Jorge has been to the gym and, uh, in the past week. So he says he's, he's ready Okay. because he, yeah, because he already went to the gym for a full week. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll message me like every morning and then send me a picture that he's at the gym and I'm like, Oh yeah. Now, now, now you think that you're going to run a, a triathlon or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. And, um, no, uh, yeah, we are, we are working on the schedule, uh, you know, scheduling up a practice. Uh, I want to go as soon as it, you know, the heat comes down up a bit 
here in San Luis. I want to go uh, and uh, and drive the dunes. Uh, it's it's everything I see on the videos when you're you know watching that car you know every year. Mm-hmm. You know the way you see these guys go through the dunes. It's different than the way we're used to going through the dunes, mm-hmm. right? Um, these guys will just go, you know, straight up and down, you know, most of them. Yeah. And I'm talking, and I'm talking to UTV drivers mm-hmm. right? and these guys will just go up and down where I'm used to, you know, stopping, taking a look around left or right and see if there's a way that I could get a little bit of a, you know, jump start. you know, coming down this dune and then just trying to go across the dune, you know, uh, uh, in an easier way. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do this here because I, I, I mean, I know the dunes, I know where to go. I know I'm not going to get lost. That's for sure. Yeah. But I'm going to go to another country where I need to follow either tracks, follow his navigation or his navigation. And I'm, I mean, I don't really know what I'm coming against, even though they're dunes. But what kind, I mean, how, how big are the dunes? I mean, how far can you go towards the left or the right? With, I mean, this time I'm, I'm not going to know if I go towards the left. I know that there's a trail, you know, a kilometer away. Mm-hmm. Or if I go right, you know, I know that I'm going to hit the, the bushes, you know, what we call the valle. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to get lost. But in this case, I mean. I mean, I, I really don't know how far away we can go towards the sides. So we got to go through whatever he's reading and do it at a way that, uh, that weren't, I'm not used to, you know, just going and jumping through the dune. Yeah. So I, I want to practice that. I want to practice, you know, driving across the dunes instead of looking a way to go around the dunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, so not that's, very... that's, 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 that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, the mm. technique changes and then, and then, yeah, like you said, I mean, I've seen it with the bike guys, right? I mean, some of the, the bikes, a lot of oh, them yeah. may not make it all the way up the dune. So they're, you know, they'll go around the dune to the left and then they go around to the dune to the right. And they just to keep, you know, keep the same direction, you know, it becomes, mm-hmm. it, it becomes very challenging. So it's uh yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's a good plan, you know, and obviously the physical and then the, uh, you know, the nutrition side of it. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of little moving pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you know how we are down here. I mean, uh, uh, you know, yesterday it was my, my youngest niece, quinceañera mm-hmm. and you know, how quinceañera is, it's like having a wedding, a baptized uh, party and, uh, all in one well, <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> anniversary for someone and all in one. So, I mean, I was like, ah, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't just drink like, like I was doing, you know, six months ago, you know, I got to take care of myself. I got to, you know, make sure that uh it, it, we were at the shop on 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 Thursday um and the car was you know all you know all apart already you know to do an inspection mm-hmm. and you know something natural for shops down here in Mexico is that either on Thursday or Fridays everyone's going to get there and have some beers and have a carne asada you know yeah. open up the grill you know it's it's just something that it, it comes natural mm-hmm. <laughs> So I stopped by, I get off the car with a bottle of water in my hand and like my friends are just looking at me like, really? I'm like, 
dude, I mean, I, I got to start. I mean, I told you guys that after the Baja 400, I was, I, I had to stop, you know, just drinking because it was just any other day. I mean, no, I mean, I got to take, I, I got to choose when I'm, when I'm going to have a few beers or, or if I'm going to have, you know, a whiskey or something, I got to choose the days now. Yeah. And like, really? And like, yeah. You never do that for the Baja one or, or for, for the Baja race. I'm like, yeah, that's different. I mean, I'm not going to race just 200 miles or, or just one day. I mean, it's going to be 15 days, you know? Yeah. And, and, and they're like, Oh, okay. So yeah. one of them, uh, he hands me over, uh, those zero alcohol Tecate beers. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen them. No, not yet, but <laughs> I thought all yeah, Tecate was it's, out. It's, 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 it's a Tecate with zero alcohol. Really? No, yeah. I tasted it and I was like, no, nah, this, this, this isn't for me. I mean, yeah. either I'm going to have a beer or I'm not going to have a beer. So I just, you know, and then, uh, uh, I get a, I get a routine from, from, uh, from a friend of mine that he owns a gym mm -hmm. and I told him, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to raise this. I mean, I got to be, you know, start doing exercise for my shoulders, my neck, you know, my back. And, you know, he gave me, he gave me this, uh, routines that, uh, that I, you know, I started out, you know, a, a few weeks ago yeah. and, uh, and, and believe me, I mean, I felt the difference just this past weekend, you know, you know, uh, uh, before I would, you know, I would end up all sore, you know, next day, I mean, I can barely move. And, and this past weekend, I mean, I mean, it was Sunday and I was like, I'm ready to go another 300 miles, you know, 400 miles or something. Good. And, uh, so, so yeah, it does, it does work. I mean, it's it, it, even, even if it's going to be just an adventure for us, uh, you know, another check on the bucket list for him, for, for Jorge or whatever. And, and it's just something that we want to do and, and say, Hey, we, we finished the Dakar rally, uh, the Dakar and we, uh, we represented our country and we, I mean, no, I mean, listen, even though you're, you're going with that mentality, your body's going to see another thing once you're there. Mm -hmm. So you might be, you know, thinking about it that way, but your, your body's going to say another thing after, after four or five days. Yeah. Well, no, of course. Yeah. So, uh, we'll I mean, that's what I think. I've never been there. So yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, that definitely, I mean, it's like you've been there, but then you, I guess the connecting of the dots is like, okay, well, when I finished the 400, this is how I felt. When I finished the 250, this is how I felt. When I finished a thousand, this is how I felt. So now how would I feel if I had to do all of those <laughs> one after the other? Cause I mean, and I looking at the Dakar and looking at, you know, some of the more recent years with how long the stages are, you know, if you're lucky, it was a, it was a San Felipe 250 between the liaisons mm -hmm. and the, and the course. And if it was a long day, it was a Baja 1000. But the thing is, is you could have a couple Baja 1000s across those 15 days. You know, obviously all of it not, is not racing, but just like the Baja 1000, some of it is smooth and some of it, well, you know, it makes you question what you're doing there. Yeah. No, and the, the, I think that the most, the, well, in, in my case and, and, and also in, in Jorge's case, the worst part for us is when they put us on a highway and we got to drive for 150, 200 kilometers just on the highway. Mm -hmm. That's like the worst. Yeah. I mean, cause your adrenaline goes down. Um, 
your your communication goes, you know, it, it, it starts just shutting down because, I mean, you know, you just got to go through the highway. That's it, you know, for the next 100, 100 kilometers mm-hmm. or, or, or more. And, and, and that's when you start getting, you know, like sleepy, you start getting tired. Well, not tired, but I mean, you just, you know, yeah. your, your, your battery goes down because you're not really racing in, 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 in that moment. Mm-hmm. So in our experience at the Baja, at the Sonora rally, you know, fortunately our car had a, had a, the right command where we could put music on. Nice. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to put music on at the that car. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Jorge, I mean, I told him you got to learn some music and start singing or something because I mean, yeah, I we're, mean, just, we're, we're going to need you to learn the top 10. <laughs> yeah. Top 10. Yeah. <laughs> and in key. Yeah. Because, well, yeah. Because I mean, it, it's, it's, I, I think, I mean, in, in, in my experience for rally, I think, that's just like the worst part of, 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 of a stage. I mean, going in the highway and driving for a hundred kilometers, 150 or 200 kilometers. Mm-hmm. That's just like the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's, it's the boring part of it because they're not necessarily geared, you know, going 80, you can't, you know, you got to obey local speed limits, all of that stuff. And, yeah, and exactly. it's a very, you know, I could see it very different. You know, part of me thinks, part of me thinks that that would be something that, you know, maybe, okay. Uh, you said it was a hundred kilometers. All right. Turn off the intercom. You know, this is our alone time. You know, you can talk to yourself. I won't hear you. I'm going to talk to myself over here. You won't hear me. <laughs> I'll see you, you know, in so many kilometers. And I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a different, uh, it's a different beast. I mean, in talking to, um, you know, talking to Skylar house, uh, uh several shows ago, uh, about, you know, this, you know, you putting the music on and you're having these conversations with yourself. And I mean, it's just like this very different, uh, you know, mindset, you know, it's just so long on the highway. So these big, long liaisons, you know, you got to keep yourself. Yeah. That's, that's when you, when, when, when you tell yourself, yeah, <laughs> no, that's exactly what the, heck am I doing? what the heck am I doing here? I mean, yeah. Who told me that I got to do this? <laughs> you know, it's just those moments where you're, you're like, oh, I mean, I mean, what am I doing here? Well, I mean, who told me that I had to do this? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know who put a gun to my head and, t- and said, hey, you, 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 you got to go do this. I mean, no, it's just, you know, but I mean, at, at the end, it's, it's, you know, it's something that you, that you got to enjoy. It's something that you, you say, I can tell you know, my, my family, my friends, you know, you know, th- this was my adventure, you know, during these days, you know, tell them the stories. Um, and, 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 and not to make people, you know, in any way envy or jealous or anything like that. It's just, you know, stories that, that you know, that you're going to tell your, 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 your close, your closest people, you know, yeah. I live this, you know, I, I, you know, how many, how many people that have run, you know, uh, at Baja for years and years and years, I mean, way more years than I have, mm-hmm. have maybe only, you know, dreamed about going to, to a rally, you know, yeah. driving rally. Yeah. And, and me able to say, okay, I ran rally, but I've never ran Dakar rally. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting ready to do that. You know, it's, it's something that, I think, I think that when that first green light or, or flag drops, that first one at the first stage, mm-hmm. I think that that's when it's going to hit. 
Yeah. And you're going to say, holy shit, I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, I'm actually running that car. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it, it's some, I mean, it's, it's just a, a, something that I might, I might say right now, I think this is how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sure that it's nothing close to what I'm going to feel at, at that moment. Once you're actually there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, besides telling, telling my wife that I'm going to, I'm not going to be here in New Year's, you know, that was, that was like the first step, you know, the most risking, I think, <laughs> besides race, <laughs> besides being in the car racing, I think that the, <laughs> the risk is, was, was telling my wife, I'm not going to be here in New Year's. And I, oh, really? Isn't, doesn't it start like until like the fourth or fifth? Yeah, but I got to leave before, yeah. you know, and I'm going to be here for, for New Year's. And she's like, okay, I mean, okay, go live it, go, you know. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, you know, my family has always been into some sort of racing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when, when my dad used to race in the, in the sand racks, you know, uh, you know, it was, it was 300 foot of sand racks, you know, with the, and, and that's how I started, you know, getting into the cars. And, uh, and, you know, they've, they've all, I mean, they're, they're a huge, huge, important part of, you know, of me being able to live all this and what I'm going to live in a few months, mm-hmm. you know, their support, you know, and, uh, they're sacrificing other things, you know, for me able to go in and, and, and do what I'm going to do, yeah. you know, and, uh. I mean, it's just, it's just something that, you know, that I'm really thankful for, you know, having, having the support from them, you know, besides, you know, my kids and and, and my wife here, here in my home, you know, my parents, you know, uncles, aunts, cousins, you know, friends, you know, having all their support. I mean, it's just, you you see it a whole different way than from, than from, you know, friends that I know that race and, and, and they got to do a whole bunch of stuff, you know, they got to earn points to at their home to go to race. Even if they're not racing, it, even if they're just going to go see the race, yeah. they got to earn points. You know, hacer puntos, como decimos, no? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They got to get all the, get all of the projects out of the way. You know, it's this for exactly. that, you know, yeah. It's, it's a negotiation rather than a, yeah, let's it's go. A negotiation. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and, and, and the good thing about, uh, about, this is that, I mean, my family sees this, see, they understand that I'm also looking at this as a, as a business point of view also, you know, uh, my, my business has, has all the customers that it has because they're not just taking it to a guy that decided to open up a UTV shop. They're taking it to a guy, they're, they're taking the UTV to a guy that runs, that participates, that lives and that knows what it takes for a UTV to go through, through the, through the courses when they're, even if it's just a trail ride, mm-hmm. you know, they're taking it to a guy that has the experience and that's what we share with our customers. You know, yeah. we, we, we share our experience, you know, in different kinds of terrains, if it's dunes, if it's uh, trails, if it's, you know, we, we, we share all that with, with our customers. And, um, and at the end, you know, it shows, in the business, the way it's growing, the way I've been able to grow the business more every year, you know, um, it has to do a lot with me being able to participate and having my family's support, you know, and, and me being out of the, you know, being out on a weekend or two weekends, you know, out of the house. And then in the week, I mean, I'm out of the house because I'm working, you know? Yeah. 
and then it comes the weekend and I'm not, I'm not here because, you know, I'm pre-running or, or I'm, a, I'm at a trail with, because they invited me and, and, but I mean, I get two, three customers more, you know, into the shop because I went, I, I went to a trail ride and they, they all, I mean, they understand that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they, they never, they never tell me, okay, Hey, you know what? I mean, it's, it's, that's enough. Yeah. They never tell me that. Who, who puts the, the, you know, the, the mark on when it's enough. I mean, it's me. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's me, it's me saying, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to miss this trail. No, I'm just going to you know skip it. You know, I want to be at home. You know, I want to do a carne asada here in, on a Sunday morning, you know, a Sunday afternoon and have friends over, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I miss my family. I miss my friends, you know, and, and, and let's do a gathering. Let's go to, uh, you know, uh, now that I got my, 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 my two youngest at college and my oldest son works with me and then, uh, which is Danny and he, he does most of the prepping on the car too. I mean, uh, he's been learning a lot. I mean, I'm really thankful for that. I mean, he's been learning. He likes it. He loves it. You know, he, he gets that adrenaline like I do, you know, when, when it's race day, you know, and, and, and now that he's, you know, getting in the car, after I saw that he had the potential to do any kind of fixture that came up to that, that we could come up to. I mean, he knows how to do any kind of fixture. He knows how to take a, you know, an axle off the car and put another one in and, and, you know, in five minutes, you know, or less, nice. you know, after I saw it, I was like, you know what, you know, I, I think, I think it's going to be a good decision to have Danny in the car also. Maybe, maybe not always co-driving for me, mm-hmm. maybe for someone else in the team. You know, but I mean, having him in the car, I mean, it's a unit, it's a huge advantage. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Alexis, uh, uh, uh he's in, he's in, uh, Center for Engineering in, in, in Mexicali. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then we got our, our daughter, Valeria. She's, uh, studying to be a dentist, uh, down there in Monterrey. So, I mean, I try to, you know, if we got a chance to all of us, you know, be together, you know, I try to take advantage of that. And if, and if she's going to count, uh, come down here for a weekend and it's race weekend, you know, I try to convince her not to come to San Luis and visit her friends, you know, Hey, why don't you fly to Tijuana so you can go to Ensenada, you know, so I could, so, so I could see you for a while, you know, at least, yeah. you know, and, and, but they're, re- they're really understanding. And that's a huge part of, of me being able to, you know, to, to go into the adventures that, that, that crazy Jorge comes up with, you know? <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, nice. my, my, my family is, it's just a, a huge, a huge part of this. I mean, you know, having the, their, like I said, you know, many times their support, their understanding. I mean, yeah. you can have the support, but if they don't understand, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, 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 it's different. I mean, you'll, you'll go to race day, you know, knowing that you're going to come back home and, and, you know, into, into long faces, you know, mm-hmm. looking at you and start a, and, 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 you know, in, in my case, I mean, they'll support me. They'll go with me. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll follow me there, you know, and, and if for some reason they don't go to the race, you know, when I come back, you know, uh, uh you know, they're, they're receiving me with, you know, with arms open and with a, you know, my wife will do this huge, buffet of food, you know, because she knows that I've been eating just tacos and tortas, you know, all week, Yeah, you know, 
and she'll have this huge buffet, you know, of, of everything I like nice. <laughs> home cooking. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, that's a very good point that you bring up. There's a difference between understanding and supporting and you want, yeah. you want somebody, obviously you want both. I don't think you can have support without uh, understanding uh, to a certain extent. Um, so that, that's a very big, you know, that's a very, very true statement. And for a lot of people, I mean, you, you're like you mentioned earlier, you know, you're, you are sacrificing, you know, the new year's, which, you know, is in, in, I don't know of a single culture where new year's isn't a big, you know, necessarily a big deal. So it's it definitely, you know, it's an, it's an important holiday, but that they understand and that they support, you know, your decision, like, yeah, go, you know, go do it, go race it, you know? Um, which, yeah. you know, which is nice. I mean, I think what it is before it was, it was on new year's day. So now you were talking about even missing, sometimes missing Christmas, depending on how the weekend aligned or how those days aligned. So this is, you know, so. yeah, this true. year they're making, I think they're making it a little bit easier. So nice. Yeah. Very nice. And so who, I mean, with, with all this, obviously the family is a big part of this, but you know, just kind of wrapping it up, who are the, uh, who are the sponsors? Who are the guys that are backing you up? you know, that are, that are helping with this? Well, I, honestly, I mean, uh, like, like, like my brother once says, uh, said, uh, work hard, play hard, you know? So a huge part of this being able to go, uh, to, uh, that God is, is, is part of our work, you know, it's part of, a of us, you know, working hard, to be able to play hard, to be able to go to these, uh, new adventures, to these new, uh, uh, you know, part of living a life a different way, you know, so we, we, we work for it. And uh, I'm not saying we don't have any sponsorships. We do. But the most part is just us working, you know, and, and, and being able to, to, to do it. Um, as sponsors, we, we just started looking into that. I mean, uh, a few friends of ours, locals here that have their, their businesses that, that are huge Baja fanatics and, and they follow rallies and, and, and they know that I'm hundred percent into it. You know, they are going to support us and, and, you know, and in a way that it does make a difference, you know, and, and, and we're really thankful for, for their support, you know, uh, economically. And, and, and of course, you know, their, you know, their support, and, and being happy for us that we're going to be able to do this and, and representing the, you know, the town, the state, the country, yeah. uh, like we did in, in, uh, two years ago in, in the Sonora rally when, when well, it's for actually last year when we won it, you know, and, um, uh, a lot of, uh, some brands that I work with for my business, like, mm-hmm. uh, evolution power sports, uh, shock therapy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Gates G4s, you know, all these companies that I'm going to go visit them and tell them, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm sure that they're going to support him one way or another, you know, because you know, I'm, it, it's not, it's not just a guy that decided to go run. I mean, it's, it's me that I've been doing business with them for the past years, yeah. you know, that, uh, I'm not just asking, you know, for something out of the, out of, you know, out of, out of the air. I mean, yeah, there's you know, a hey, I mean, I, I yeah, there's a relationship, there's a business relationship and, and I'm sure that they're going to, they're going to be re- really supportive in one way or another. And, uh, and, uh, I'm talking to the Poleres Mexico because Dakar isn't really part of their budget, 
you know, for the polit- for the Polaris Mexico team, you know, it's it's score international. And that's it, you know. Yeah. So you know, we're we're talking, you know, see see if there's going to be any kind of support because, uh, uh, you know, from from their behalf. And and you know, and we got to understand. I mean, if you're going to go into the, into a, a race like this, into a competition like like that, like that, the car is, mm-hmm. you can't really go in it expecting, you know, from others. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you got to make sure that you're going to be able to do it on your own. And if you get support, I mean, that's, that is fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, but you, you got to go into it and not expecting, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's just the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a big undertaking and it, and it's, uh, and it obviously it makes it difficult to say like, okay, well, if I don't get this, then it's a no go. You know, so if you've already yeah. got everything set up and you're ready to go, then everything else is just kind of helping alleviate, you know, some of the other expenditures and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah I mean, there's, there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's not just paying the entry fee. I mean, to to for the for the race. I mean, it's you know, it's a whole lot of you know, new race suits, uh, new helmets, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, practicing. You know, I mean, all, all that takes, you know, it takes, it takes, you know, expenses, you know, and, 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 you know, if, if support comes in from, from other companies, from, from locals, from friends, you know, it's a huge help. I mean, it is, but like I said, I mean, don't go into it expecting it, you know, go into it because you can do it because, you know, we've been working hard at it and, and we work our butts off, you know, every day to be able to do something like this, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, it, I, you know, I'm just thinking about it. Like all of these, you know, all the guests and all the people that we talked to, and like you're saying, I mean, it's just the, the, the mentality that it's taking for you to get there and, and just being prepared. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think, you know, what, Every time it's like a new experience for everybody and, and what you're bringing and, and how you're saying it is like, you know, I've got it figured out. We've got it figured out. You've got your team, you've got all of this stuff. And now you're, you know, it's like the icing on the cake. I, to me, honestly, I have everything that you said right now. I think that the, to me, the biggest part was the family side of it. You know, there's how awesome is that, that your family is just so much behind you, you know, Oh, you guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I started out with, I mean, with 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 my brother you know as as you know well actually me following my brother and and Jorge on his, under crazy you know uh adventures and 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 you know hey we want to do this and i was like okay yeah i'll do it because I, mean, I mean i was like the you know they'll think of it they'll pay for it but i got i gotta do the work <laughs> so that, that that's how it started and then, and then, I mean, like I said at the beginning, you know, then I, I thought of it as a business side of it. And, uh, and, and that's when, you know, I started doing my own things, you know, of course, I mean, I've always had this, their support too, even if they're not racing with me, mm-hmm. you know, every race that, I, that I've been through, you know, I always have their support in one way or another. And, uh, and, you know, and, and that's just, it's just a connection between me and my brother that we have, you know, really special and, and that our parents, you know, look at that and, and how, how, how are they not going to support their two sons? You know, if they're connected into something that they both like, you know, I mean, it, 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 it just comes, you know, naturally. Right. 
and and uh my sister-in-law i mean she's she's really into the races you know and uh, my wife is also i mean well until she met me you know she had never been to a race until she met me and then she started going to the race and then, you know and she, she likes she gets that adrenaline rush too my sister-in-law gets the adrenaline rush too i mean jorge's wife also i mean she she loves coming down here to uh, to San Luis and going to the dunes, you know, going going to the desert. And uh, I mean, if we didn't have that, I think it would be a whole different story, you know. Yeah. Yep. No, hundred. I mean, a hundred percent. You know, now you're. You know, it's not just the challenge in the desert; it's the challenge at home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, and and, and and I mean, I I got friends that race or or and and have their cars and. You know, I listen to them or they'll, they will actually see the support that I have mm -hmm. and they will say like, bro, that is so cool. I mean, having your wife cook for all, for the whole team, you know, if we're going to go to Ensenada for a race, I mean, she'll take, you know, she'll cook for the whole, I mean, for 20, 30 people. Yeah. You know, the wives were, I mean, my, my, my friend's wives, you know, my comadres, you know, they're, they're always, you know. I mean, I, I, I got, I got friends that have been with me since we started, you know, uh, you know, eight, eight years ago, it's almost nine years ago, you know, and they've been with me, following me through every race, you know, uh, their wives also, their kids have grown into it too, you know, and, uh, and, and all the ladies will get together and, and, you know, and cook for us, you know, so we could wake up at six in the morning before we leave to the race, you know, and we'll have a birria, we'll have a, you know, uh, omelets, scrambled eggs with this, you know, and, you know, and the other tucumadres are doing the, the burrito so we can take to, to the, to the, uh, to the chase, you know, while, while the guys are chasing around uh, our, our car and chasing me, I mean, they'll have burritos, they'll have, you know, it's, it's like a whole big, big family thing, you know, uh, you don't have to be blood, you know, you know that Victor, oh, yeah. you, you don't have to be blood in order to say, you know, it's a huge family. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, everybody, you know, on the off-road racing side of it and, and in the rally, you know, there's rally family and then there's the Baja family, you know, and that's, uh, yeah. and everybody joins in, even if they don't know it, like you said, even if they don't know anything about the racing, it's just the fact that, you know, you're there, you're hanging out and everybody's there, you know, whatever it is, you know, talking crap or, or giving each other a hard <laughs> time or laughing at things or, you know, talking about things. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. You gotta, yeah. I, I feel bad for the people that haven't experienced that and enjoyed it. I don't know. I hope that doesn't sound bad to the, to the listeners, but you know, it's one of those things that it's the camaraderie and it's, I mean, I guess we each have our own version of that, you know, for some it's, it's maybe it's the soccer game, you know, some people don't like soccer, others do, but y'all get to hang out and, and you know, the food or the, whatever it is, or it's football or baseball or, you know, it's just that our, our choice, our choice involves, you know, cars, motos, some race gas, yeah. <laughs> some very expensive car parts. <laughs> And, and and a lot of dirt and a lot of dirt yep and a lot of dirt yeah nice. yeah i was i was invited i was invited to this uh this uh trail uh down in sinaloa this weekend mm -hmm. um called uh el cosalazo yeah so it's like i don't know i mean i could i could literally say four or five thousand utvs gather up and they just go trail riding in the water you know and 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 uh and the washes and you know but washes aren't dry like the ones we go through mm -hmm. down here at baja yeah they're wet <laughs> they're, they're filled with water <laughs> and and i'm like nah i'm not i'm, I'm not into water i mean if, if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go 
riding in water, it's going to be in a, in a jet ski or something. I mean, I'm not going to go in my UTV in the water and then keep on driving all wet. Uh, I mean, yeah. not having to, I mean, I'll just stay to the dirt, you know, I'll stick to the dirt. That's it. I mean, dirt is my, my, my thing. I'm not, not water. So yeah. Yeah. We're, we're good with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, good. Well, I mean, I, I didn't say it, but, um, to you and the team and the family, congratulations. That's, you know, it's awesome. You guys are going to go to the Dakar. Um, you know, obviously we know, we all know that nobody, not everybody gets accepted, um, to go, you know, not everybody gets a spot because they're, they're limited in the, in the room. So I mean, congratulations on that. And I'm looking forward to hearing you guys' experience. You know, I, I really want to know, you know, how, how it goes for you guys and we'll be keeping track. Uh, We, 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 I mean, yeah, we'll 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 be in contact, and I'm sure that uh that uh when the day comes, like I said, I mean, I could I could think of a, a whole bunch of ways that I think I'm going to feel mm-hmm. when when I start that good stage, but it's not going to be the same as as when I'm actually at that spot, you know, right there when that flag is going to drop for the first time at the first stage. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I mean I can only I can only imagine just getting uh, oh there's. There's going to be so many of those moments getting out of the airport, oh, yeah. getting to the hotel <laughs> registration, the book, having all of the stuff filled out in the book, you know, all of these little things that I think that it's almost like the green flag may just be like the last of those, you know, obviously then <laughs> the finish line, but you know, it's the, uh, so no, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to keeping up with your adventures. Are we going to, um, are we going to see you at, uh, the Sonora rally school? couple of i think it's uh, gonna end up being a few weeks before uh before, before the, the end of the year um i think i think that 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 same weekend i have a race oh, okay um the final race of the of the quarter series mm-hmm. um so I'm, I'm i'm not sure i'm gonna be like at the rally school oh, okay um fortunately we i mean we 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 have someone in in our in our team that does all the logistics and knows all the, you know, how to do the road books and all that stuff mm-hmm. that he's going to be, you know, training us, um, in a certain way that he, that he, he's been to Dakar. He, 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 he was at the Dakar with, when the Matlocks went over there. Mm-hmm. And so he has all that experience. He, uh, he worked with, uh, Darren for, for several years also. And, uh, we became really close friends and he has, he's actually, uh, uh, the co-director co-race director at score so he does a lot of logistics for score uh rodolfo and uh that's that's uh my buddy's name rodolfo and uh so he's going to be helping us train you know making sure he puts a lot of whole difficult waypoints and stuff like that during our training so we can get that practice you know all that uh you know because i mean you've seen a dakar i mean even the most experienced drivers you know they get lost sometimes. Oh, they yeah. just won't find a way point, you know. So we wanna we wanna practice all that, you know. Make sure, make sure we don't get lost at a point where where we won't be able to finish a, a stage. You know, that's that's our our biggest goal: finish every stage. Mm-hmm. What position? Whatever comes up. Yeah. But let's finish every stage. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's you, you. You can't get to the end without finishing the stages. So, <laughs> exactly. Make I mean, you, you can, if you don't finish a stage, I mean, we know that we can that we can keep on running, you mm-hmm. know, and and participate in the next stages. But I mean, 
yeah, saying but- that we were only able to finish, let's just say a number. I mean, nine out of the ten. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I mean that's 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 not on our on our on our on our minds. I mean, our mind is you know finish ten out of ten. I feel like that's the equivalent to them handing you a tecate without alcohol in it. <laughs> it's, it's just not yeah. it's just not the same thing <laughs> it's not this yeah exactly it's not the same yeah exactly yeah it's a ex- you 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 put it in a really good perspective way of seeing things <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> if, if someone gives that the cut with alcohol they're like yeah no man i mean yeah, no, it's yeah. not just the same yeah i mean yeah. it may look kind of the same the label's kind of the same but it's just not the same or it's like 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 right now that my my wife you know instead of bringing home a you know uh, tortillas, uh, uh, you know, made out of flour, you know, and you know, the original tortillas, I mean, she'll come in with tortillas from, uh, made of, uh, I don't know, nopal or something or, nopal, or, yeah. yeah, all those kind of weird things that are, you know, from, uh, that all the nutritionists are, are saying that you could, you know, instead of eating two tortillas out of flour, you know, you could eat two out of made out of this. It's just not the same, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're not i can, I can no, tell you not. they are they are not but yeah awesome sir well you know i really appreciate you taking the time and 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 chatting with us about the uh about what's coming up and how you guys started i mean that was awesome i mean it's really cool to see you know the the progression of you know just a, a couple of crazy ideas and here we are now you know going to the dakar <laughs> i know yeah i mean that's that's what i mean like like, like i said i mean i've I, I, I've got really close friends that have, have been with us, you know, since the beginning. Uh, one of them, uh, uh, Poncho, which, you know, he, he owns his own, his own fab shop and, and, you know, he's been with us since the beginning. Um, and then right now he's like, I mean, he's not going to Dakar with us, but he's like, I think he's one of the most excited persons, you know, out of the, you know, out of the bunch that, that he feels like, you know, he's, he's going because he's been a part of it, you know, since the beginning. Nice. You know, and, and, and a lot of friends, you know, feel that way. I mean, they're like, dude, I mean, remember when, I mean, we didn't even know how to change a belt. I mean, remember when we didn't even have the tools to take the, the a clutch off the, the UTV. We wanted to, you know, hammer it off the car, you know, <laughs> without knowing that we actually needed a, you know, a, a pulley to, to take it off, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, that, I mean, we, we talk about it right now. And, and, uh, like you said, the, the, the progression we, we've been through and, you know, as, as friends, as family, as, uh, you know, as, as, you know, the, the racing life part of it. And, and also as a business, you know, yeah. also as a business, I mean, I mean, how much this is, has grown and, and, you know, and living, working and living through something you just love, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't really ask everyone says, everyone says, you know, I want to work in something that I love. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've been doing it for the past almost 10 years, you know, yeah. you know, I've been working and what, and, and what I love, I, you know, I get a lot of uh, adventures out of it, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, relations, you know, with, with a whole bunch of people that I've met, you know, that are really big in the industry for, for the off-roading industry, you know, I've, you know, that we become friends that they have helped me out in my business, you know, with their experience, you know, through, uh, you know, through the, through their racing and, and their, and their off-roading business. You know, they have helped me a whole bunch. You know, let me name a few. Uh, uh, Greg Geyser from Geyser Performance UTV. Mm-hmm. I mean, Geyser, you know, Geyser Performance, you know, they do trophy trucks. They, they do UTVs and, 
you know, they've been a huge help for me and, you know, and, and showing me around, you know, everything that can be done in this business and enjoying it at the same, at the same time. Yeah. So huge shout out to, to, uh, to my Theo Greg, that, 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 that's how I call him Theo Greg, you know, uncle Greg, you know, <laughs> nice. yeah, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's been really, really, you know, uh, helpful, uh, helpful and, and a really good friend, you know, him and his family, his business, um, you know, uh, Steve from, uh, SD lines. I mean, we really connected because this guy, he, he decided to open up a business for, for, for lighting, you know, for, for off-road lighting, you know, especially for UTVs and I already had my business, my business. I, I mean, it was, it was, I already had it. And then, uh, I mean, seeing him, you know, open up his business and growing, you know, and, and, and helping him in growing the business down here in Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it, it, it really opened up a, you know, a really close relation between me and him and, 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 you know, his wife, uh, Columba, you know, she's, uh, she's been really helpful to me too, you know, and, and, you know, and, and talking about how, how to grow a business, how to, how to, how to grow a business and having, and having fun out of it too, you know, enjoying it enjoying it, not just doing a business so we can, you know, uh, have an income. No, I mean, let's, let's do a business where, when, where we can have an income, where, but especially enjoy, it, you know, enjoy it and have fun out of it, you know, make adventures out of it yeah. and, uh, and, and have something in, in common, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, you know, like we said, what, what more could you ask for, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Well, excellent, sir. Well, I'll get okay, you, uh, I appreciate it again, taking the time and we'll get you, uh, we'll get you some updates. I mean, I send us updates. I want to know how you guys are doing when you guys are ready and then, and, and heading out. I, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I got to go to Mexico city and, and, uh, in the next few days, to, you know, to get my, uh, you, you gotta do, uh, you know, uh, what, what do you call it? Like lab test and you know you got to do a physical test you got to do uh you, you got to get a, a special license you know the fee a lot the fee license mm-hmm. all that stuff that now that we're registered into dakar you know um now we got to do all that stuff too so yeah. yeah i'll let you know if i get my license i mean <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah awesome i'm gonna celebrate like if i was a 16 year old kid you know nice excellent all right anyway again i appreciate it and i hope you guys have uh enjoy the rest of the weekend and uh and good luck down in mexico and uh, we'll talk to you soon okay victor thank you no i really appreciate you you also taking your time man and and and, you know talking to me and and letting me you know uh tell you what's been going on in in my life for the past 10 years and, and yeah. in my racing life. You know, and the I racing. really appreciate him. Yeah. Coming out of the San yeah. Luis too. First, first, uh, first guest out of San Luis. So. Oh, okay. yeah. Awesome. Set, man. Setting records. <laughs> awesome, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest Thank of you. the weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. See Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So there you have it. Danny Gutierrez. Or is it Gutierrez? Why do I keep saying Gutierrez? It's not. GRTTV. GRUTV. Geek Racing. That is awesome. You know, it, it, and I mentioned it earlier, and that's really the big thing that stuck out in my head is that you draw the line and you start connecting the dots into what is the the racing community and how big of, of a family event this can be. And 
in racing for years and doing this stuff, it's always been a family event. You know, my dad got us into it. The brothers continue to race. Um, we're involved in some kind of form of motorsport. Um, but you know, to hear from him on his side and how that goes and how all of the family and everybody supports the adventure supports what they're doing. And then not only that, but like you said, you know, it came up is like, there's a difference between support and understanding, you know, understanding is like, okay, yeah, I know you're going to go. So I understand you're going. Um, but when you get back, we need to do this, 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 and this versus supporting it and saying, okay, Hey, you know what? I want to go, uh, I want to go too, or, you know, go out there, let me know, send me the updates, keep me up to date. When you come back, you know, we'll take it easy. We'll chill. You know, there's, there's a lot of variation there. Uh, there, there could be a, a bit of a line there. So it's really, really awesome to see. So I'm excited. It's our first UTV guest that we've had on the show. Uh, so I'm excited to keep up with him and find out a little bit more about how the team does and what they do. It's countdown to Dakar. We are running out of time before that uh, the teams and everybody starts departing the use and starts heading out there. So anyway, with that being said, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Remember, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Looking forward to our next one coming up. Remember, if you are out riding, do not forget to tag us at Chasing Waypoints. Hashtag Chasing Waypoints. And if you haven't already, get on over to the website. Get signed up for the newsletter, The Bivouac. North America's Rally Raid and Adventure Riding newsletter. Hey, let's have some fun. Let's find out what are you guys up to. Let's get you featured. If you're a brand and looking to get supported, get some eyeballs, get some ears on your business. Absolutely. Hit us up. Send us a message at podcast at chasing waypoints. But anyway, that is a wrap. Remember, shiny side up. See you guys.